Warning, this podcast contains adult content, including frank discussions of sex and lots and lots of swear words. Enjoy! His hips pin to mine. He leans in to capture my mouth, his tongue skillfully working my own. Then his fingers find their way to the apex of my bare thighs, and I arch back, keen for him to touch me, conquer me. Without hesitation, he drives a finger, right now hitting my sweet spot with a sharp slap. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's glorious. I'm going to come. I'm going to come. And then I look up, and I see whiskey-colored eyes. Oh, hey, Claire. Uh... Yes. We're back! <gasps> we We're are! Back! Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Claire. And this is FMK Lit. Where we read two romance novels. A straight one and a queer one. And then we play Fuck, Mary Kill with the characters. And say so many spoilers. All the spoilers. All of them. Every single one. If you've come here for reviews, uh, turn around. And, yeah. Oh, well, look us up. Yeah, yeah, See yeah. what books we're reading. Yeah. Happily go. Be all happy. Go to your go. Go to your thing where you buy books. Uh huh. Buy those books. Uh huh. Read them. Mm hmm. Have opinions. Yes. And come back. Yes. And scream your opinions at us while we're talking. Indeed. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, we're back. Oh my God, oh my God, we're Claire, back. I missed you. I missed you. Oh my God, Christine, I missed you. I missed Christine. I missed you. Oh. Oh, microphone, I missed you. I missed. I miss you most of all, microphone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so here we are. Such a summer. We're, okay, uh, Claire. Uh huh. What did you do over the break? Oh my gosh. I traveled a little bit. Yeah. I went places. Uh huh. I've been to Texas. I've been to Albuquerque. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, that's. So the whole Southwest. The whole. That's it. That's, that's all there is. <laughs> there is no more. Texas and. Albuquerque. I was in Roswell briefly as oh, well. Oh, okay. Good, um, good, uh, good. Just at the end of their, mm-hmm. um, just at the end of the 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I think it was the 50th. Oh, no, yeah. Who knows? We'll just say I'm just yes. saying things. Yeah. Uh, of the aliens crash landing. Great. Um, and What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go to the museum, but. Why are we even here then? Oh, God. Who even knows? That's it. We're done. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> taking uh, another break. We're taking the show on the road to go to the Roswell Museum. Uh, I've been there before. It's, oh, okay. It's amazing. Okay. Let me just say, it's free. Great. FYI, so you can just go in. Um, it is the strangest collection of movie and TV show memorabilia about mm-hmm. aliens. Uh-huh. Um, uh, local art projects about the aliens. Yeah. And that's then, probably the best part. And then actually there's some like actual like newspaper Aliens? clippings and things. Oh. They have like last time when I was there, I, you walk in and there's like the alien autopsy stuff like uh-huh. right in the front. Yeah. It's amazing. That's that's all anyone's there for. Um, if you are at all skeptical about whether or not aliens crash landed, um, you will leave more skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> But you will be sure something crazy happened in the desert that night. Uh, I mean, my personal theory is that we were testing something, Mm -hmm. you know, as you know, Mm -hmm. the American government was testing something that was actually pretty awful. Yeah. And two or more people died in a pretty horrific crash. Mm -hmm. And then some local yokels 
picked apart the crash with their bare hands. Like, and we're like, what are these weird bodies? They're bodies. Oh. They're bodies. But it was a secret thing, so they couldn't like yeah. tell people. So the government was like, yeah, sure, it's aliens, whatever. Okay. Well, welcome back to FMK Lit, the Area 51 conspiracy podcast. <laughs> Neil. I'm Neil. Or am I? Or are you? Well, no. Spoilers. Spo- spoilers. He, he is. I am. <laughs> I am. Um, but that's what I did. Great. I mean, it, there was other stuff. It's just been a very busy summer. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. That feels like the mm-hmm, bulk of it. Mm-hmm. What did you do? What did I do? Um, I read for fun, which uh-huh. was nice. Um, I'm not able to do that as much anymore because of this podcast. So listeners know what I am sacrificing for you. <laughs> uh, give us money. Um. Well, I traveled. Uh huh. Um, you traveled to cool places. Yes, I went to Denmark. Yeah, which was very exciting. Uh, we did a live show. <gasps> whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And we, well, I feel bad because we didn't like tell anyone about it, but it was like kind of it, not last minute, but it all happened very quickly, uh-huh. and we were still on the break. But we did a live show and that was amazing. And then we have another one coming up, November fifteenth at Books Inc in Laurel. In Laurel Heights, San Francisco. I always want to say Laurel Village. Laurel Heights, Books Inc. Uh, Claire is not able to make it, but uh, Meg Trowbridge, friend of the show, will be guest hosting. And it's going to be so much fun. Uh, Claire. Yeah. What's got you hot and bothered? Oh, um, book burning? Mm -hmm. Book burning. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not book burning specifically, but it is kind of like uh, recently uh, confiscated and like banned books have been back on back on the news. Usually when school starts up, there's always a little bit about that because uh, some school has it up their butt that they have to take something out of a library. And, uh, and and not to read and bring back to the library. Right. Which is the point of libraries. Right. Like, libraries want you to take things out of them, but not forever. Not forever. Not forever. Mm-hmm. So, um, a Catholic high school, or a Catholic school, I don't remember, um, banned Harry Potter. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, my favorite part of this is, like, oh, it's, it's late for that. Yeah. <laughs> All those kids walking in already know the words expecto patronum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You you cannot take that and put it back in a box. Yeah, that'd be like right I mean s- somewhat akin to oh in the south we're going to ban the help. We don't want anyone to read that. No. <laughs> okay. Right. No, it's uh it's so that's dumb and a lot of people a lot of people are usually when like there's a book banning like they're like oh my god i can't believe this is happening but in this one they're like i mean come on (laughs) (laughs) most of these kids probably have the movie at home yeah so so i mean and it's upsetting like thinking about that but i mean what's also upsetting is in brazil they were doing a book fair Mm -hmm. and a government official came in Mm -hmm. and removed as many lgbtq books as they could find and that is very upsetting yeah um i think just this morning there was a news thing about it and it's possible like a judge was like you can't do that but like it's still like they did it Mm -hmm. and they did it with impunity at Mm -hmm. first and like um or like told the booksellers to hide those books and uh, it's it's just very upsetting Mm -hmm. um so upset about that upset about that yeah and that's got me hot and bothered 
Good. Neil. Yes. What's got you hot and bothered? You need to start warning me when you're doing social issue hot and bothered because mine are always like, oh, this is my personal experience. <laughs> and like, I don't have real problems. So. <laughs> so for my hot and bothered, um, Claire. Yeah. Christine. Yeah. Listeners. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? If you have not traveled by yourself, do it. It's the best. So I went to Denmark earlier in the year, as I said, and I just like went by myself because I was like, sure, why the fuck not? It was the first time I'd had a vacation in five years and I just like felt like going by myself. I was there for like a week and a half ish. I wish I had been there longer, but you know, whatever. Um, so I had traveled by myself before, but not that far and not that long and usually when I travel somewhere by myself it's for a very specific thing um, or even to like meet up with someone and so this was just like a week and a half by myself and it was the best because even if you're traveling with someone that you really care about and get along with and it's you know like because I've been on not great trips with people that's like oh god we should not have traveled together but even if it's great you still have to be like oh what do you want for breakfast oh does this look good okay yeah sure let's go do that oh what should we do today oh that looks good sure whatever whatever no if you're by yourself you don't have to check in with anyone about anything you can do whatever the fuck you want you're just walking down the street oh that looks interesting i don't know what it is i'm just gonna go inside now oh god it's the best it's the best it's great and i took myself out for a fancy dinner for my birthday while i was in um copenhagen and it was like a multi-course thing and you know because it's europe it's like oh you're just gonna take your time i was at that restaurant for three hours just like sitting there with my food there were surprise courses the menu said three there were actually seven (gasps) yeah it was great and my glass of wine and just sort of people watching and yeah i I picked up some wi-fi so i was like tootling on my phone a little bit but for the most part i was just like sitting there and enjoying being by myself and it's great so Uh, i recommend it to absolutely everyone that sounds delightful it was amazing oh 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 Ugh. Speaking of things that are delightful, yes, Claire, yes, what did we read this time? Oh my goodness! Well, this time we read um, "Entangle Me" by Maggie Way. It's an Amalf- Amalfi Coast book too. It's a novella series. There's so much to talk about. It's a very long title. Okay, I'm gonna. I actually wrote it down. Thank you. Oh, okay, fine. Amalfi Coast: A Bad Boy International Romance Entangle Me Book Two. <laughs> There's a colon and parentheses in there. Like, goodness. There's a lot going on. I know. Um, And sorry, who's that by? uh, That's by Maggie Way. Okay. And the next book we read was Legally Wed by Rick R. Reed. You know how what you're doing, Rick. Just like two words. That's the title. That's all we need. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. So what was the theme? The theme was... Wedding planners! Yay! Wedding planners! Yay! Oi. 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 I mean, you know how I feel about weddings. Oh my God. So we'll see There's how just this goes. so much. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Amalfi Coast. A bad boy international romance. Parentheses. Entangle me. Book two. Maggie by Maggie Way. There are three universal truths in this world. Chocolate is the only thing that is good and pure. 
pen penzellas is that it mm-hmm. penzellas is heaven on a plate and a, and a man and men cheating are scumbags <laughs> especially that men cheating are scumbags so i kiss my <laughs> sorry that sentence was weird <laughs> so i kiss so i kissed my brother's friend total bad boy who also happens to be my boss it was a mistake but it <laughs> But it's a mistake I want to do again and again. But it's okay. I'm sure he doesn't want to do the same. Right? After being betrayed by the love of her life in the worst possible way, Lacey Ryan gets the opportunity of a lifetime to plan her old friend's big wedding in the sumptuous Amalfi Coast. Less than eager to help plan the celebration that ended for her in ruins, Lacey is joined by her overzealous best friend, Gabe Sass. Is that really his name? Yeah, that's his name. Oh, God. The sassy best friend's name is Sass. Oh, God. How's it um, spelled? Um, S-A-S-S-E. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, who is more than eager to poke comments. What? Poke comments at Lacey's tumultuous love life. The latter of which is exacerbated uh, with the introduction of a foreign hunk, Matteo Di Lorenzi. A photographer who wants to take shots both of the beach and of Lacey behind closed doors. Explore the beautiful Amalfi Coast with the sexy prequel of a sequel of Entangle Me. Warning, intended for 18 plus audiences due to language and sexual content. (laughs) Christine's face for part of that was brilliant. I mean, I'm sorry. The copywriting on this is insane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Like, it's often insane but that's insane okay <laughs> woof so this book oh my god this book <laughs> okay. okay yes yeah. okay no, okay no okay. you go you go okay you go. so <laughs> Lacey's from Australia right yeah okay great um so Okay. In the previous book. In the previous book, she kissed some guy who's now her new boss. Right. Who runs like some sort of like wedding planning empire. Right. That she, she had her own company and she's been like acquired, but it's also her brother's friend or whatever. Um, Unnecessarily. And then they kissed Uh and now she's like enamored of him. Right. But her friend from like college high school like they haven't seen each other for years her friend amelia is like oh i'm getting married on the amalfi coast like come and plan my wedding because you know you're my friend or whatever even though we haven't seen each other in forever so then Lacey and her best friend gabe gabe is not her best friend he's her employee um fact go to go to italy they go to the amalfi coast so Let's talk about Gabe real fast. Oh my god, just Gabe. real fast. So at the very beginning, they're in this like luxurious hotel. With these ju- like they're in the suites. Like it's gorgeous. Um, by the way, if I were throwing a big ass fucking wedding on the Amalfi Coast, where I was inviting all of my friends and family who are mostly from Australia, uh-huh. and his family's all from England, by the way. Yeah. Um, and so we were doing this. I love my wedding planner, I'm sure. But she does not get a suite. (laughs) (laughs) And also her employee doesn't get a separate suite. Gets his own suite. No. Those two have to fucking share. Maybe they also get like 
a, a business suite at the Hamptons across the way. I'm very sorry. Yeah, but, but I'm spending, I am dropping dollars on this. You're, you're not. Your husband is. He comes from oh, shit tons true. of money. Yeah, because she is He's like poor. Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used, like they used a to be prince or something. She used to be like quasi bohemian or punk or something. Right. And now all of a sudden she's just like hoity toity hoi polloi because he comes from money. Yeah. Ooh, he got money. Um. Yeah. Well, in our girl, it's I think it's fair to say she is not a wedding planner. She didn't plan this wedding. She is the day of. Yes. Person. And that's yeah, like, she's yeah. the wedding coordinator. Right. They keep calling her the planner, but she's, she's not. the wedding coordinator. She hasn't coordinator. planned anything. Everything's no. already been figured out before yeah. she shows up. She has to redo a couple of things because, yeah. but she is the coordinator. Right. Uh, which is so silly. She doesn't speak Italian. She doesn't speak Italian. She's interacting with all these Italian vendors. Yep. In uh, fact, actually, Gabe does most of it. I know. Gabe yeah. does almost all the Gabe work. Gabe does almost all the work. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about Gabe really fast. Yes. So they show up. They're unpacking. They have like the afternoon. She's meeting up with Amelia and her fiance for dinner. They don't start work until the next day. So Gabe's just like, oh, I think I'm just going to go hang out by the pool or go to the beach or whatever. So there's one point where he's like trying to figure out which Speedo to wear. And he's like, should I wear the gay one or the really gay one? And I was like, okay, I'm really excited about this. Because like, I'm definitely that type of gay that's like, okay, do I wear this super gay thing? Yes. <laughs> Lean into it. Yes. 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 Um... I was like, okay, great. Like, this author gets it. And then for the rest of the book, Gabe's just like, girl, go get laid. I'm fucking all these guys. Girl, whatever, whatever. I'm by the beach. Oh, I'm doing your job for you. Bye. I'm like, oh. Oh, so he's not a person. I see. I didn't know her name for the longest time because he was the only person she interacted with. Yeah. Yeah. And he just (laughs) called her girl. Girl. (laughs) Girl. Her name was girl. Anyway. So then Lacey meets up with Amelia and her richy, rich, rich, rich husband. And Amelia's like, oh my God, she's not punk anymore. And it's like, no. Well, you're like in your what, 20s or 30s now? So like, yeah, that happened. People change in 10 years. Surprise, surprise. Uh, mind explode. Mind explode. Um, also, like, punk people are punk because they don't have money. <laughs> Do you think if punk people had money, they'd still dress like that? No. No. Money that they didn't even have to work for. Anyway. um, So then there's just a bunch of weird wedding stuff that's not even important. Whatever. No, yeah, not important at all. Oh, this book. This book. And then um, she runs into Matteo Di Lorenzi. Also, almost every Italian person she meets is blonde. And I'm like, where and the Amalfi Coast is in the south. Like if they were up near the Swiss Alps, I'd be like, okay, yeah, there's some uh, blonde Italians. But it's like, where are you finding all these blonde Italians? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> all right. So she meets Matteo, the the photographer, who's of course very handsome and seems very nice, and uh-huh. like he he speaks English. She doesn't speak any Italian. Whatever, that's fine. Um. And then there's, he decides that he wants to sketch her. He also sketches, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, listeners, you should know that we read these books like towards the beginning of the break. So now there's, we might forget some stuff. It's fine. Whatever. Um, 
So he's like, oh, let me sketch you. So then he sketches her. And there's this whole, like, oh, well, they won't. They? Because she's hung up on Tristan, the new boss that she kissed once. And she's like, oh, who's also with somebody? Yeah. And so, like, but also, okay, 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 okay. So I was so fucking pissed about this. One, because here's the thing. When I dive into these books, I don't always read everything about them. And so Mm -hmm. I didn't know this was a second book. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, she had a bad relationship. It was one of those books where it starts out, she had a bad relationship, Mm -hmm. and now her little heart is broken, and she Mm -hmm. doesn't know if she can love anymore. Yeah. And then she runs into a hot photographer, and she's like... A hot Italian photographer. Okay, well, like, maybe I'll get with this guy, (laughs) but maybe I won't, because I don't want to be heartbroken anymore, but also I am absurdly virginal in some way. Yeah. And then... Uh, I kind of get with him and that's going to be great and then I say no to that and then eventually we end up with a hot photographer but I keep thinking about this Tristan guy Tristan is the worst in this book like he's such a fucking asshole he calls her drunk when he's on a date with somebody else yeah he's at like a club or something he's like every time she does talk to him he negs her a little Mm -hmm. bit and every time she mentions a guy that's not gay he gets all like jealous well and then all of their conversations like uh like he's obviously like it's almost feels like sexual harassment because Mm -hmm. he'll like mix like sex stuff with like work stuff because he is her boss Mm -hmm. and he will straight up say things like what are you wearing oh my god i wish i could see you naked oh so how's the wedding going yeah like is the planning going okay did you need any help like this is a really big thing for our company yeah you better you better get this done and then when you're done we'll come and talk about like work stuff oh hey girl that i'm hanging out with over here yeah i'm gonna sex you later hey lacy you better get this shit done also i want to see you naked like what is happening yeah he's such a fucking asshole and so the whole time and i'm like kissed, oh thank god for this italian guy get with that guy once one time one time and then i'm sorry because here's the spoiler uh this is a middle book uh-huh she's obviously actually meant to be with that dude Yes, like the not Tristan, not the Italia. She's meant to be with that guy. What the, what the fucking asshole? So, so like at the end, he call he like shows up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh hi, here I am." And she's like, "Thank goodness, the love yeah. of my life has finally arrived." So, so here's the th- here's something that I actually really liked about this book is um so she and Matteo they do their flirty flirty booby booby um. And then they're about to have sex. They are in her hotel room. They are naked. They are fooling around. And basically, right up until it's like penis and vagina penetrative sex, all of a sudden she's like, I don't want this. I'm not ready for this. This actually isn't what... Like, I I came to Italy being like, oh, I'm just going to have sex with some hot Italian guy. And now that I'm here, I don't actually want this right now. And she tells him that. And he's like, Ugh. okay. Like, he's a, he's a dick about it at first. But then eventually he's just like, okay, well, you don't want this. So, okay, bye. Have a good night. And um, he sketches her again, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, like, stay up all night drinking wine and chatting and sketching. And so yeah. it's actually, like, a very lovely evening. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Finally, we have a situation in which a woman is like, this is what I thought I wanted. I'm actually not ready for this, for whatever this is, romance, sex, any of it. I should just sort of be by myself right now. And I was super excited, but then she's still so hung up on Tristan. I'm like, so close. Yeah. So close. Damn it. 
Damn it all the hell! Like, if Tristan hadn't been in this book, or, like, Tristan had been in the first book, and this book was her getting over Tristan, and then realizing, you know what? I'm over Tristan, or, like, I'm not over Tristan, but I know that I need to be... I thought that this would be a good way to do that. I'm actually not ready for this, so I'm just gonna, like, enjoy time with my friend in Italy. Well, the friend, the bride, and then her, quote, friend, her employee. And I'm just gonna, like, do me... I would have been so excited about this book. Yeah, yeah. Because well, we never see that. You never we, see and that. I know, and I know the the point of this genre is the relationship. And, like, they end up together and it's happily ever after. Ever after. Whatever. But, like, even once in a while, it'd be so nice to see, like, okay, this isn't a good relationship. This relationship isn't what I need right now. Or I don't need a relationship right now. And, hey, guess what, everyone? That's okay. Like, I want to read those books, too, because we people need to know it's okay to not be in a relationship. Even if it looks at the beginning like it's going to be a perfect relationship, you might not need it right now. You might not want it right now. It might not be right for you right now. And that's okay. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. This is my fault for being it, reading this genre. Right. I mean, because the plot is around a romance. Right. But... So that's the difficulty with this particular book because it's not it's a novella that's in the middle of a novella right, series right. The, and this the series is her and Tristan. Right. This particular book is about how how like we know that they're so right for each other because she can't have sex with Mateo because she's still caught up on Tristan, who's an asshole. I don't know if we can emphasize this enough, listeners. He's an asshole. Yeah, Tristan's not good. He's the worst. He's not a good person. Ugh. Uh, and it's like and. Maybe he's going through something. Maybe he's going through something on his side where uh, he's like learning and growing, but we're not seeing any of no, that. No, because he's in Australia. Yes, which is literally on the other side of the world. Yeah. So no, not happy. Yeah, not happy at all. So uh, yeah, that was very annoying. I agree. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I think uh, what I had expected was that she's with Mateo and she's like hey I don't want to and he's like oh, a little disappointed gonna be kind of a dick about it at first but then apologize for being a dick because I'm just disappointed yeah and then be cool and we just have a lovely night uh-huh you're she goes and has like her own little moment and is like okay I'm ready for this now yeah and then goes yeah, back yeah, to yeah. Mateo and he's yeah. like I'm glad you're ready let's do this yeah you know so like that's what I expected to happen yes and that didn't happen right right it would have been so great if it's like oh he's being like he's listening to me he's listening to my feelings which he's is being what supportive, tristan doesn't do which is what tristan doesn't do so even if it's like oh well it's not gonna mateo isn't my happily ever after because we live on opposite sides of the world but like oh i can find this in a in a man and i deserve this yes so i'm just gonna have a good time we both know what this is going into it we both know it's not love at first sight with mateo because I mean, he's in the wedding industry. He's fucking people all the time. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, and even he says that. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, no, you know, I could, like, anybody. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you could anybody now right. if you wanted so to. He's like, like, no, but I like hanging with you. Yes. Oh, that would have been so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because, because even from, and this is for me, and I know this is, like, against the genre, that, like, even if they don't end up together, she comes out of this having a better understanding of who she is and what she wants out of a relationship. Yeah. And that, to me, is more important than just like, oh, well, he's here, so let's get married now. Yeah. But no, Ugh. we have to deal with, in this book, the minutia 
of wedding coordinating. Oh my god! In in a foreign country. Oh my! And she doesn't speak the language. She doesn't speak the at language. All. It's like okay. There's a whole cake debacle. That's a very long plane ride. She didn't spend any of that time learning anything. Like listen to do Duolingo for like twenty hours or whatever. Nothing. None of it. Okay. Like, you know what words you're going to have to say. Know how to or say like, cake in Italian. Or, like, this is a wedding where they are spending so much money. So much money. Hire a translator. Right? Hire a day of coordinator who speaks right? Italian and English <sighs> to be your second. Right? Not Gabe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who does... He's on his shit. He gets his shit done. He does. And he meets a guy. Yeah. And they... they Don't they... After the wedding's over, they go off to, like... Some other town. Yeah, they have a delightful time. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'll see you back in Australia in a couple weeks. I'm going to go hang out with this guy. And we're, like, going to see his friends in Rome or whatever. It's just like, yeah, I'd rather read that book. Yeah, Gabe had a great time. He had wedding. an amazing and time. And also, like, he put, he put that shit on his resume. Uh-huh. He worked fucking hard. Because, like, he would show up and they would be working together. Mm-hmm. But she'd be, like, all in relationship drama. Yeah, she'd go be off. Like, oh and he'd God. say, go ahead. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'd be like, where are we on? She would come in, ask him a bunch of questions, like, status questions. Where are we on this? What's going on with this? What's going on? I have to think about Tristan. Bye. So it's like, he's he's already done all the work. Yeah. Yeah, the only... Thanks, Gabe. Yeah, again, the only thing she really dealt with was... The wedding debacle, the wedding cake debacle. Yeah, which was they they had to order a fucking cake like way far away from where they were, and then it had to be delivered to them. And they didn't know whether they'd get there in time. Does, and then it did. And then it did. It was fine. So it was fine. nothing she could have controlled anyway. No, there's nothing she could have done about that. No, in fact, it was just her hoping. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And Ugh. it was. Yeah. yeah and and she was and like just the way from the description is like she's got the uh, like the dream job which is doing her best friend's former best friend's wedding in the Amalfi Coast it's like and she keeps talking about how much she loves the Amalfi Coast but then I got the feeling it was like I don't think you know anything about Italy she doesn't like she doesn't spend any time except no. with Matteo and he doesn't like take her out they spend all their time at her hotel oh they go to this fancy nice garden for a second for a second yeah. Oh, yeah. The, oh, but um, no, it is still in, like, the hotel grounds. She never goes out into yeah. Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's, never leaves the no, resort. No, she's on the resort the whole time. Oika vaults. Okay. Uh, can I read two quotes for you? Yes, please. One of them is just, like, this didn't happen a lot. It did happen sometimes. So just, like, some of the grammatical issues that I came across. Made from tin and big enough to easily fit two people, I rest my feet on the edge and recline back. She's talking about a bathtub, but it doesn't mention bathtub, so it's like, oh, Lacey is made from tin and big enough to easily fit two people. (laughs) You know what? I'd read that book. (laughs) If Chuck Tingle wrote that book, I'd read that. I'd read that. Oh, God. Okay. And then um, there was, of course, a little bit of Italian. And I, I have studied Italian. I'm not fluent. But you, because I'm a bitch, I was like, I'm going to check all your Italian. So there's one moment where uh, Matteo says to Lacey, and of course, she doesn't know what he's saying because she doesn't bother. Le- and she's there for like two weeks, isn't she? Yeah, it's forever. She never bothers to learn any Italian. Anyway, so he says to her, 
Le tue labbra di guardare in modo dolce come una caramella. Which means um, your lips look like they're as sweet as caramel. But the word that he used, labbra, means lips, but it means your downstairs lips. <laughs> so looking at her in the face, and okay, so it's like, it's one of those things that if you were like, Google, how do you say lips? Google would be like, labbra, I guess. But then there's a website word reference that I really enjoy because it also has like connotations and it's like, oh yeah, labra means lips, but colloquially it means labia. So he was looking at her and he's like, your labia look like they're as sweet as caramels. Oh my god, I, I want someone. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, sh- sure, Jesus. but I, I but don't think that was the like, author's intention. No, but also <laughs> not just some rando Italian. Oh yeah, to just no. just that as I'm walking by. No, no. Oh, gross, goodbye man. <laughs> but like the hot photographer who sketched you earlier. Yes. Who you modeled for. You need better taste, man. And he just man. leans in. <laughs> just leans in and whispers in your ears. Your labia look as sweet as caramel. <laughs> yeah, right? Ah! And like, it just... It didn't feel like that was the author's intention. No, not at all. If it, if it had been, great, good for you. But it just didn't feel like that. No. Anyway. So that's that book. Do you have anything else? Are we good? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, actually, I think that's fine. Like, not a lot was, happens. Not a lot happens in this book. Um, I, fucking Tristan's the worst. Like, she goes back and forth a lot. Um, and her rich friend is pretty great. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, she's fine. She doesn't show up very much. No, she's fine. Her husband-to-be is fine. No, actually, we see him once. He's I, really nice. Yeah, no, he's really nice. And he's like, oh my god, this is your best friend. That's so exciting. Didn't he, like, they met up for drinks... And he stuck around long enough for them to, like, all get to know each other. And didn't he be like, okay, I'm going to let you two catch up. I have my tab open. Just, like, stay as late as you want. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Catch up. He gave them, like... Yeah, he was great. Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember his name. They said it, like, once. Yeah. What? A, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Okay. So that's that. That is that. Labia. Legally Wed by Rick R. Reed. Love comes along when you least expect it. That's what Duncan Taylor's sister, Scout, tells him. Scout has everything Duncan wants, a happy life with a wonderful husband. Now that Seattle has made gay marriage legal, Duncan knows he can have the same thing. But when he proposes to his boyfriend, Tucker, he doesn't get the answer he hoped for. Tucker's refusal is another misstep in a long line of failed romances. Despairing, Duncan thinks of all the loving unions in his life, and how every one of them is straight. Maybe he could be happy, if not sexually compatible, with a woman. One zany, gay man-loving Marilyn samples waltzes into his life, he thinks he may have found his answer. Determined to settle, Duncan forgets his sister's wisdom about love and begins planning a wedding with Marilyn. But life throws Duncan a curveball. When he meets wedding planner Peter Dalrymple... Dalrymple. Sure. Unexpected sparks ignite. Neither man knows how long he can resist his powerful attraction to the other. For sure, there's a wedding in the future. But whose? (laughs) So that's that book. Claire. Yes. What's this book actually about? Ah, confusion. Confusion? It's about confusion. That's an ELO song, right? Anyway. I don't know. Electric Light Orchestra? Yeah. Yeah.
confusion. Um, it's about anyway. it's about confusion and yeah. sadness and not being quite sure what you want in life. Uh huh. Wanting something and not sure how, being sure how to get it. Okay. I guess. Um, it was <laughs> difficult. I guess. <laughs> it was. It was. This was an interesting book in a lot of ways. Uh huh. This was. Uh. It didn't quite go all the places I expected it to go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll stop being vague. So, <laughs> That's the end of our episode. And thank you. Thank no you, spoilers. You. No spoilers. That's not spoilers. like us at all. <laughs> so you better spoil some shit. Ooh, let's get it going. Okay, so Duncan asked his boyfriend to marry him. Tucker. In a fit of being super duper fucking excited about gay marriage. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he's like let's do this and his boyfriend is like we're in a pizza parlor (laughs) (laughs) as if that's an answer you want to get married we're in a pizza parlor that is basically what he says though what and and he's like but i i thought we could at least start the conversation and he's like no i don't i don't want to what (laughs) and so our man's heart is broken Uh uh-huh because he expected a way different answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I liked about this conversation is that, like, he just never expected to be able to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. So, of course, so they didn't. Yeah. But now that it's there, and he just jumps in too fast because yeah, he's yeah, too yeah. excited about it. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, to be fair, when gay marriage started, or same-sex marriage started being legalized places, like, even me, who was very single would like see it was always like the little old lesbians who would walk into the courthouse to be the first ones to get married and they deserve it uh-huh. that's what they that's what they should have in life um and i was just like i got swept up and i'm just like oh my god it's so oh my god the world oh my god and you know like marriage for gay people is a very complicated issue that people feel very differently about but like it's it can be easy to get swept up in it yeah so yeah no and it's um so and that's what happens mm-hmm. and then he gets his heart broken mm-hmm. and then it, he just feels like and tucker was kind of terrible tucker was terrible i i, I think, don't like, understand why they were together i think he was also, it was also a very cruel way the way he like yeah because not only was it he was like oh we're in a pizza parlor and this isn't how i imagine this up mm-hmm. he's like no actually i think we've been on the road to break up for a while and, and, and like our man's like uh i didn't know that Aww. and he's like oh girl you should have we are barely together oh and so it, he wasn't even nice about the breakup he wasn't so it was that was upsetting so our guy's heart is busted so he goes yeah. back to his very cool um houseboat where he lives because this right, isn't seattle houseboat so he lives in i almost lived on a houseboat really yeah there was one point i was it was shortly after college and we were looking some friends and i were looking for apartments and we actually looked at a houseboat in um mission creek and it was cool i mean it's small but Mm -hmm. it was pretty it was a it was a three bedroom it was pretty cool but then i was like no one will ever visit us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and also i would feel like i'm on vacation all the time and would like never get anything done oh i'd love that i'd love i'd love that i'd love that yeah but i need to be able to get stuff done at home <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah it was it was kind of cool um so yeah so he's super heartbroken and in a fit of being heartbroken he thinks like fuck it maybe i should just get straight married mm-hmm. um and puts on craigslist an ad for a woman who's maybe are, are you interested in marrying a gay man i'm up for it yeah and he's and he's not drunk 
No, he just. I don't think but so. But he's super heartbroken, and yeah. so he's not really thinking things through. He's really emotional, and he's kind of thinking it of as a joke. Yeah, yeah. He he isn't doing it like, oh my god, this is what I have to do. But it's like. I mean, why not? What else am I going to do at this moment? I like, mean, it's, it's half therapeutic, but also half, like, It's a almost lark. like he could have put it in, like, the rants and raves. Yeah. And, and, like, just called that a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, like, he, he puts it up, like, a, a, a singles ad. Mm-hmm. And he gets a couple of responses. Some mm-hmm. of them terrible. Some of them heartbreaking. Some mm-hmm. of them just, like, general <gasps> Oh, things. yeah. There was... There was the single, the single, the mother. single mom with the, and the kid was really sick. And she's like, I need someone with really good insurance because I can't afford to take care of my kid right now. And, right. And, oh, so sad. And he wiped a sad tear and then didn't answer that. And then didn't talk to her. <laughs> no, no, no. Was like, whoa, whoa. Right. And then there were, there were a few that were just like, wait, are you serious? Really? Okay. That's and interesting. Then a, a couple who were jerks I mean, about it. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, Marilyn samples. Um, wrote back. <laughs> such a silly name. Such a silly name. Marilyn Samples wrote back a Something kind of mean letter. Really bitchy. Like a really bitchy letter. But I think like she was also coming from it like, like what the fuck are you thinking? Like, mm-hmm. just because your heart was broken. Mm-hmm. And, but it's also, it's funny, bitchy. Well, it didn't sound funny. It didn't sound to funny me, to me. But he thought it was funny. Yeah. So he writes back. Yeah. And then they decide to meet each other. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, obsessed with gay guys. Yeah. She watches gay porn. All of her friends are gay guys. Yeah. Like... To, want- the, to the point that I was a little uncomfortable about it. It was, like, that lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'd want to hang out with her. No, but I think... And Duncan says this to her at one point, that he thinks she's hiding in gay culture. Mm-hmm. Because she's... Um, scared of trying to date somebody mm-hmm. and trying to put herself out there for mm-hmm. love. So she wants to be with a man, mm-hmm. but she's scared. Yeah. And she's older now and mm-hmm. um, she's not like conventionally attractive. So yeah. She she's curvy. She's salty. Right. So she's hiding in gay culture <sighs> instead of like going out. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I think he was right. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so the most interesting part about this book, so you could say like it's a cli- like movie cliche, like sort of like situational comedy thing. This gay man and this straight woman decide to get married. Wah, 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 wah. Wah, 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 and then yeah. he meets their wedding planner, who's a gay man, and they fall in love. What to do? So like if it, it, it felt very situational comedy. Mm-hmm. But the thing was like all throughout, so he and Marilyn meet up, and they are both trepidatious about this. They think, mm-hmm. I made a big fucking mistake. Like, mm-hmm. why did I even put that ad up? Why did I answer to this mm-hmm. ad? And they don't trust each other right away. Mm-hmm. And both of them are like, this is an insane mistake. And it felt very human. Yeah. And then they become best friends. Yes! And they just, like... like right away, because her other best friend was in a relationship so they were spending less time together yeah something like that yeah yeah and so like so she was looking for a bestie yeah and he was they were they were both looking for companionship yeah and they found it and they found it in each other i wanted them to get married and stay together well and honestly one of the nice things was like they both recognized that right away yeah we're just like this is fine right and then when they brought up the marriage thing they're like Mm -hmm. yeah let's do 
their Let's besties can get married. But then they never talked about logistics. It's right. like, no, you you have to talk about that. Right. And that was and they kept putting off that conversation. Mm-hmm. And that was where the book kind of fell a little weird for me. Yeah. Because I don't know because there was some semblance of monogamy yeah there were points where duncan was like like, oh but i'll never be able to like hook up with a guy ever again it's like a probably not b talk about it yeah because it's we know maryland maryland's not going to be celibate for the rest of her life No, maryland and it never seemed like maryland was expecting that no never once but that that's what he believed marriage was yeah and like like, i'm gonna be celibate she'd want duncan she'd want duncan to bring guys home and so she could watch them yeah like come on she didn't actually say that but if that situation came up she wouldn't have said no right and so then it was and, and it was like why is this even coming up yeah it's it was weird in, in some ways so like that was the uh so then when they go to the 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 wedding you know the wedding planner peter and peter's like what the fuck is going on here and and he pulls mm-hmm. Duncan aside and is like hey man so you know we don't have to be in the closet anymore <laughs> in seattle yeah in this day and age this was it had to have been early on but like if if you don't want to talk about it it's cool yeah 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 and he and duncan's like oh no no i'm out and he's like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing and duncan's like i love her and he's like so you're by then and he's like no he's like i don't even know what's happening i don't understand (laughs) can i say okay peter was sounded very attractive he was obnoxious oh like they were in his office and they'd be sort of having a conversation while he was like getting them coffee or whatever and then they'd start laughing and be like from across the room oh what's so funny guys but like all the time all the time oh what are you talking about oh what are your plans what do you shut up guy i'm not talking to you yeah calm down he had fur babies he had fur babies. Three? Yeah, he had three dogs. Three fur babies. That were the loves of his life. Oh my god. And like, oh, Christine's making the most adorable face right now. Because like, she has her a face sleepy is, cat on like, her lap. She has a fur baby in her lap currently, who we all love. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to say, it was an impediment to his outside relationships. Yes, it was. <laughs> he, yes, it was. He, he was like... They were his all. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's why you're not dating anyone. <laughs> and if they didn't like a guy, he'd never go out with them ever again. I mean. Yeah, it was weird. Look, no, also, can we also talk about his gay dad? Oh, my God, his gay dad. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so Peter's dad was in the closet for most of his life. And then after. Peter was an adult when he came out, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Peter's dad came out, and now Peter's dad, Peter and his dad, they talk all the time. And Peter's dad's like, "Are you getting laid?" I am. Like, good, like they they have a they're very good friends now. That like Peter's dad doesn't have this secret that he's trying to keep. Mm-hmm. So now they have like they were always close, but now they're you know. I said, and of course Peter's like, "Oh, I don't want to hear about my dad's sex life," but it sounds like what. We're we're living, breathing people with sex drives. Like, go get laid. Go find romance. Go find what you want. We all deserve it. He was the best. Oh, my God. He, he was, was really great. So great. And obviously hot. Oh, he, like, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like that, yeah. His daddy was a daddy. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Meanwhile, Duncan's sister was kind of weird. Scout? Scout. Who was constantly telling Duncan what to do. Yes. Um, I... 
Okay, so Scout. Here's the situation with Scout. So Scout's always telling her brother what's best and what's what. What's mm-hmm. what. So, and I felt like she was supposed to, like, take the place. Like, so, um, you know, Peter had uh, Peter had his father mm-hmm. and Duncan had Scout. Um, and so I kind of felt like that's what that relationship was. But, like... A lot of her talks, I thought, were good and true. Yes. And some of them were just, like, a bit much. Um, but then, in the middle of the book, and this is why Duncan wants to get married. This is a huge thing. Her husband dies. That's right. And, like, this and they had really tragic... Kids? Yeah, two they had, like, two kids? or three kids. Yeah. And, like, this really tragic car accident. Mm-hmm. And he goes back to help take care of her like and help with the funeral and all of that and it is it's a heartbreaking section Mm -hmm, in the book mm -hmm. but and it's also exceedingly long like it was too long but like he watches his sister go through the most awful thing Mm -hmm. and like you go through it with him like the most awful parts of your loved one dying Mm -hmm. like they're standing in front of the closet of shirts Mm -hmm. and she's just like I don't, I don't want to give these up, but I want to also get them out of the house as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I, and like, I just, and like how much she loved her husband mm-hmm. and what good partners they were together. And that now she was going to go into life alone. And at that moment she does kind of turn to Duncan and she's like, I think I get it now. I think I get why you want to get married. Mm-hmm. Because she was married before, but she's mm-hmm. like, I think I know why you would just want to marry whoever. Mm-hmm. Because this is hard. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking to himself, he's like, actually, this is exactly why I want to mm-hmm. get married. <laughs> and he, and then he goes home to Maryland. He's like, we're fucking doing right. this. But then later, Scout's just like, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you give up on love and blah, blah, blah. And like, you can have this thing that I'll never have again when you're throwing it away. How dare you? But I'm like... Bitch, you don't get to define somebody else's relationship. No. Thank you. Yeah, like, and it was... Ugh. Uh, it, it, there was, like... And, and, like, that whole relationship was so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of me was like, is this the book you wanted to write? Did you actually want to write a book about a man who wants to get married, but you... Like, and I, he kept saying this, and I thought it was really interesting. Like, here's the goal in his life. If your goal in life is to get a job, you just go out and get a job. Mm-hmm. If your goal in life is to get a very specific type of job, there's steps you can take. And maybe it won't materialize. And that's, But you can do things around that job. Mm-hmm. If your goal in life is to get married, you need a second person. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no like way around that. And he can't get that second person, so he thinks. And so he just feels stuck mm-hmm. and i appreciated that so then i it really genuinely felt like the author wanted to write a book about a man who wanted a thing he felt like he couldn't have talking with a sister who had it and then gets that taken away from her and kind of how they go through life again like that's felt like a book that this person wanted to write in the middle of writing those sections where her husband dies. Mm-hmm. And it, it also felt like he, he was almost writing this on spec where he's like, a gay man and a straight woman get married. <gasps> what happens now? Zaniness. And he's like, 
but I can't just write that there's a closeted gay man now because <laughs> right and so like it was it, like this book sometimes felt torn within itself mm-hmm. like what it wanted to be and right when. yeah and it was interesting too that like it's it says on the back of the book that uh Duncan was like oh all of the happy relationships that I see are straight ones so obviously I have to marry a woman to be happy whatever and then we find out about the aunt and the uncle yeah he had the closeted uncle and the uncle and the aunt were married forever and so happy together so there's an exam and you know like he shouldn't have had to have been in the closet but we have an example of a relationship that is a gay man and a straight woman who no they're not sexually compatible but they love each other and they want to spend their lives together and like okay duncan you're not in the closet Everyone knows you're gay. Everyone wants to be getting laid still, so you and Marilyn can, like, talk through that. So we have this example that, like, yes, this can work, but then it felt to me like this book was saying, like, even the book, not just the characters, but the book was saying, like, no, that's stupid. That yeah. can never happen. No, no, there, but there's definitely a part in the book when I was reading it when it hadn't gotten to that yet, mm-hmm. where I, I kind of wanted to call you, except we don't talk about these books as we right, read right. them, and I want to call you and say, I think you and I could get married oh my god yes like but you're already married i'm already married but like if if you and i like wanted to have like some commitment ceremony mm-hmm. where we wanted to invite friends and family mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. and just like as you know as like weird as it is because nobody does that with their friends but like and say like we're committed to each other as yeah. people yeah and like i'd be like yeah I'm and even if we just like moved in together and we're just like okay oh my like, god here, let's get married for like the following legal reasons. Yeah, because all of that stuff. But then, like, you have your bedroom, I have my bedroom, and and we live and separate is, sexual lives. Yeah, not this is compatible. This people. is what this looks like. Yeah, yes, it could happen. It's fine. That's and that's another thing too is that I was really excited because I was like, oh my god, finally we have one of these books that are like, hey non-traditional relationships can work too yeah but no that gets no that, that gets, gets poo-pooed thrown and, out the window like like w- with like, prejudice uh yeah like a week before they're supposed to get married or something mm-hmm. like he breaks it off mm-hmm. and, and breaks Marilyn's heart right but she ends up with uh ben right who's duncan's ex's brother right he sounded so hot oh my god I loved, oh my I god he was so like big and hot. broad oh and my like, god and like was and like super straight fucking her right? oh yeah he was. was like oh my god i oh like this god. guy so much and like <laughs> like here's the thing duncan and Marilyn still could have gotten married and then duncan could have fucked ben because ben's married to his dogs and Marilyn could have been fucking uh, or not ben uh peter uh-huh and Marilyn could have been fucking ben because he was going through a breakup uh-huh. right or like a divorce or something yeah so like he's not ready to be in a relationship no. it's fine it's fine look all and and like Marilyn and yeah Marilyn and um peter are very good friends that's how oh that's right yeah that's how like she knew he was going to be cool with this because she works at a vet's office yeah, right so he comes ben's with his dogs. Are, yeah uh, peter's dogs are her clients yeah yes so that 
They, the four of them could have game night and then go off and fuck in their yeah. particular pairings and then Duncan and Marilyn could be like, isn't our lives so great that we found companionship or we're well, still getting laid on the rag? Like, I even thought like, because uh, Duncan liked his houseboat so much and I was like, well, the dogs oh, are yeah. never going to do well on right. the Dun- Yeah, Duncan never wanted to give up the houseboat. No, and so I thought like, actually and that's Marilyn would have been happy to give up her apartment. If he's in a relationship with a man who's in a separate apartment mm-hmm. and even if they're monogamous. Yeah, and Peter's house sounded enormous oh my god it did it really sounded so it was like a townhouse it was like a brownstone or something yeah yeah and like and then and marilyn and you know marilyn and ben and like that it and yet our our main couple are married for tax and law reasons Mm -hmm. or whatever and and i mean like yeah the difference between like oh we're spending our lives together we're committing ourselves to each other and having a marriage is like all the tax yeah yeah yeah. like yeah they could just like be together because they love each other yeah. And like, hey, you can love someone and not have sex with them. Yeah. Hey, guess what, kids? Hey, and guess that can be one of your most important relationships. Right. Like I have heard of, you know, through the apps, um, th- it's two gay men, but they're not sexually compatible, but they're still in a relationship and they just sleep with other people because they're not sexually compatible with each other. And hey, guess what? It works. It's fine. Because relationships can look all sorts of different ways. Dolly and Parton's I just, been in an open relationship for like 30 years. Dolly Parton is an angel, and I love her so much. Um, yeah, I just want... I mean, we sort of had in uh, 24 Inches, uh-huh. we saw with, oh God, Anders and Lana. Oh, I cannot believe you remember their names. And I, I barely... I want to say Chad, but it wasn't Chad. <laughs> anyway, so the three of them end up together, and that's a relationship. Yeah. And the two guys, as far as we know, aren't like completely sexually compatible, but they still make it work. And like we said in that episode, like I was not on board with that book, but then as soon as they were like, okay, we're in a relationship now, it's like, oh my God, I want it to work out for them so badly. I because I think it's important for us to see non-traditional relationships working. Yes. <sighs> like, well, committed, consensual you know relationships yes so like i mean even in situations where it's like sort of polyamorous polygamy types of things at least as long as everybody's in it yes consensually Uh uh-huh you know like fine yeah oh yeah it's yeah so it was it was like a lot of this book i felt like it's almost there like yeah it brought up some really really interesting things it felt so much like it was heading in that direction yeah and and the whole time because it was mostly from Duncan's point of view the whole time Duncan is like everyone's saying I'm crazy but this is what I want and I think that we can make this 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 to me has as much shot as any other relationship I've ever had and this to me seems like it'll make me happier than any other relationship I've ever had and it felt so much like it was moving in that direction and everyone was telling Duncan he was crazy and then Duncan's like Oh, that's right. I was stupid. That was stupid of me. That was stupid of me. <sighs> and then a year later, he's getting engaged to um, to uh, yeah. Peter. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're doing like and it's the year thing. Oh, yeah, it's God. the year thing. Anyway. Yeah, I know it. Fu- it fell. It fell into all those other tropes. It's the year thing. I'm kind of bored with it. I know. And even like Marilyn, uh, Marilyn and Ben were also engaged. I think. Yeah, I think they were yeah. too. So, it was- I could. I I I get it from Marilyn. Like, Marilyn seems like the type of person that's like, I'm not getting it any younger. Yeah, I'll keep him around. Yeah, put a ring on it. Whatever. But, like, 
for Duncan because he talks about all his previous relationships. And if I remember correctly, he always wanted more from the relationship than the other person. Right. For him to then just like, oh, I met under these weird circumstances and wasn't that some weird phase I was going through thinking that I could marry Marilyn and now I'm just going to like throw myself into this relationship with Peter and his three dogs. <laughs> yeah. The dogs did seem really cute though. They did seem Were really cute. Were they corgis? Cute. Yeah. Yeah, I want them all over me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but. But ugh. yeah, so anyway, it was, there was a lot that was really good about this book in a very surprising way mm-hmm. and there was a lot I could have thrown out. Yeah. I mean, as sad and interesting and well written as that middle section with Scout was, it like, was it was really long. good. Yeah, it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, that was that book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey Claire. Oh, hey Neil. Are we ready to fuck me kill? Let's play fuck Mary kill. Fuck Mary kill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Claire, would you like to go first? Okay, yeah, okay. sure. Okay. All right, Neil. Yes. You're at a wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have these choices. Uh-huh. The photographer. Uh-huh. The coordinator. Uh-huh. The chef. Oh. <laughs> Claire. Yes. I'm marrying the chef. <laughs> we all know this. Oh, man. We all know this. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I want to marry the chef. I'm... Uh, or maybe I should marry the coordinator. Ooh, yeah, because they could get shit done. They could get my life together. Yeah. And I need that. Oh. Um, oh, fuck. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to marry the coordinator. Uh-huh. Even if we aren't sexually compatible. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to fuck the chef. Ooh. And get food out of it. Hopefully. <laughs> Um, and then I'm going to kill the photographer, but I'll wait until after the photos are done. That's fair. Because that's, that's, that's ruining somebody's wedding and that's not what I want to right, do. Right. You're like, unless uh, they're a bitch, then I'll ruin their wedding. Um, I myself, um, I will marry the chef. Okay. Because, mm, yum. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to fuck the photographer. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't know. I like photographers. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, you are one. I mean, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I'm going to kill the coordinator. Okay. That's just too much A-type. Yeah. 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 Okay. I have a question though. Okay. If I marry the coordinator, can I be in an open relationship and have an ongoing sexual relationship with the chef? Oddly, that's not the way fuck, marry, kill works. <laughs> you have to fucking commit. <laughs> My marriage can look like whatever I want my marriage to look like. Thank you. Well, I guess as long as one of them's still alive. Um... I'm still killing someone. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, okay. 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 Sure. Neil. Neil. Okay. Claire. Yes. Um, fuck, Mary, kill. Lacey. Uh-huh. Peter. Uh-huh. And Gabe. So our wedding planners. Okay. One of them is easy. Or um, maybe not. <laughs> now that I think about it, I was like, oh, obviously Gabe. Oh, but I also really want to. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Okay. No, I am going to marry Peter. Okay. Uh, Corgis. Yeah. Big house. Uh-huh. Seattle. Seattle. Super nice. Yeah. Makes coffee. 
Okay. I mean, like, he's obviously very warm and welcoming. And also, is. no matter how annoying <gasps> he was, like, about getting attention, mm-hmm. he was actually very kind. He was very kind. And, and I his gay dad would be your in-law. Yes, gay dad oh, would be in-law. Oh, my God. That'd be great. I also appreciate somebody who is going to pull you aside and maybe call you out on your shit a little right. bit. But and he, also try to be open. Right. He also, like... He, it th- that wasn't at the first meeting either. Oh, like he yeah. thought about it and he's like, I know it's not my job, but at the same time, like well, he as also a says gay he's man, definitely gotten a gay man and a straight woman married before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. He felt sad about it. Yeah. 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 So he, it wasn't him just doing whatever he wanted. He mm-hmm. like thought about it and like, oh, I know this isn't my job, but at the same time, like this is people's lives and yeah, that's fair, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he was like. After what, as soon as we saw, as soon as we started following him narratively, like when he wasn't in the office, I'm like, oh, what are you laughing at? What's so funny, guys? He was, he was a lot more chill. Yeah, he was, like, he was great outside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and he can cook too. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he was capable of cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, I would marry him. Mm-hmm. He seems great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm killing Lacey. Yeah. Because she makes bad life decisions. Terrible life decisions. Um, and, I mean, we're not sexually compatible, but I think I'm going to fuck Gabe. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Gabe seemed great. He yeah. seemed like a fun party. Um, mm-hmm. He also has his own life. Yeah, he seemed like a lot of fun, but he was also on his shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. His, his wild party lifestyle did not interfere with him getting his shit done. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly... Yeah, I mean, uh, Lacey's tiny interpersonal life, like, fucked with her day. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gabe's she- large sexual fun times did not interfere with his shit at all. <laughs> not even a little. <laughs> also, we didn't hear much a, a, much about him because he's basically a plot device. Right. But I got the sense that he had a bunch of friends back home. Mm-hmm. He got shit going on. Lacey has to be friends with her employee. Bum, and she's bum, trying to fuck bum. her boss. Yeah, no. She no. doesn't know people. She is, yeah. No. And the boss is the brother's friend. She doesn't know anyone. I bet she doesn't go out. Oh, my God. So, yeah, no. But um, she's made of tin and large enough to fit two people <laughs> at once. <laughs> and not interested in learning Italian. Not even a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, come. If you're going to spend... A significant amount of time. At least learn, please. Thank you. Hello. Just even the little, the little tiny. Uh, but I mean, if you're going to be a vendor, you also have to learn a little bit about the money issues. Yes, you and have you to have know have numbers. To study the goddamn maps. Right. <laughs> and Italian is beautiful. I love Italian. Well, and you, you, you sound sexy when you speak it. I think you. No, speak a little bit. When I talk it. about your caramel lips. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think the thing, my thing about Italian is that you can say anything and it sounds like beautiful and sexy. You can be like, vorrei un bucchiere di pesce per piacere. I just said, I'd like a glass of fish, please. <laughs> but it sure sounded pretty, didn't it? I'm on board. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess I would do the same. I was contemplating marrying Gabe because he was a lot of fun. And then I'd get to live in Australia, mm-hmm. which sounds like fun. And then like, Knowing him and how he works his life, if it's like, oh, my boss is taking me to Italy for this job, let's make a vacation out of it together. And, like, these are the times that I have to work, and then these are the times that we can spend together and just, like, go pick up guys at the pool. Uh-huh. That sounds really nice. But, corgis. 
<laughs> so I think I am gonna marry Peter. Um, and I'm gonna fuck Gabe probably a lot. I think that's reasonable. And then I'm gonna kill Lacey. Poor thing. Sorry, babe. Even though I wanted her to realize that she deserves to, she deserves or she. She can be happy by herself. Yeah. I wanted her to learn that lesson. She also deserves having sex with people who listen to her. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Out of all the characters, Uh who'd you fuck, who'd you marry, and who'd you kill? Okay. Well, um, hi, Ben. Hey, hey Ben. Hey, hey. I like beer, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like Seattle. Mm -hmm. And I I like you. Mm Mm-hmm. We're getting married. <laughs> and I'm very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to fuck Mateo. Sure. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, get it. Got it. Uh, photographer into me right away. Artist. Artist. Obviously want mm-hmm. down down to fuck. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also, this is temporary. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. Um. I think out of everybody, I just don't want to kill Lacey. That's no, fair. No, but Tristan. Tristan. Let's get him out of the world. Yeah. He's, no, no, no. Sorry, Lacey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, like, I, I'm going to save you. I'm going to yeah. save you from him. Mm-hmm. Tristan's being, out. Being in Australia isn't enough separation between him and the rest of the world. Yeah. He needs to be gone. Get it. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to fuck Ben. Yeah. I'm going to marry Marilyn. Oh. Because one, partially on principle, because I think that that relationship could work. Yes. And then two, yeah, she was really bitchy at first, but then when they sort of like fell into the groove of their relationship, she chilled out. Yeah. And she seemed like a lot of fun. Yeah. And like, she has a steady job. She knows what she wants. She's very kind hearted. I can keep fucking Ben. Yeah. She'd be fine with it. Yeah. It'll, she'd want to watch. Um, So yeah, I think I'd I think I'd marry Marilyn. Right. And then I would also kill Tristan. (laughs) He's the worst. Um, and of the books? Of the books. Um I'm gonna fuck legally wed. Okay. Um the parts about uh Scout's husband dying were really good. And the parts in the beginning about Tristan or not Tristan, sorry, Duncan. Um talking about what it felt like to be a gay man finally seeing same-sex marriage being legal and just like how embraced it was in a lot in certain places you know like in seattle like the city made a big to-do of it kind of thing and like i i remember also having those feelings and i feel that that those passages were really genuine and very well written. And I liked the characters, except for Tucker. Tucker yeah. was an ass. But everyone else was... But even Ben said Tucker was an ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ben's like, oh, yeah, my my brother's an asshole. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I wish that um, Duncan and Marilyn had ended up together. But, yeah. you know, there was enough about it that I was like, yeah, I liked it. Um I'm going to kill Amalfi Coast. Oh, God, yeah. No. Just, like, I want to take, like... See, and the thing is, like, Gabe, Mateo, Amelia, they were all great. Lacey and Tristan were terrible, dumb and awful. Yeah. I didn't want the book to be about them at all. I wanted it to be about absolutely everyone else. Yes. It was kind of hard to get through at places. 
I mean, and that whole like, oh my god, the cake, or all the things having Ugh. to do with the wedding. Yeah, I mean, I appreciated that there was like real wedding coordinator stuff happening. Yeah, so that because yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. you feel like these people don't have their job. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is, like yeah. at all, and it felt like like the football player. Right. that one <laughs> i mean it, it felt like even though gabe was doing like most of like the hard work it still felt like she she was doing the job like there yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and like the, she had binders and, and things also like the and... author had some sense of what that job was right 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 also um, i or at least was able to fake it enough for me to believe it yeah 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 and i appreciated that she was about to have sex with the gorgeous guy and she's like you know what i'm not ready for this right and if it wasn't qualified because like you know, her she's meant love to is somewhere be, else. Right. But the, but the, yeah, it's leading towards that. But the narrative is she's not ready for this and that's okay. Yeah. No. And I was 100% on board and yeah. very upset that that wasn't the fact. I know. So yeah, I, I feel the exact same. Mm-hmm. I, I think I would definitely fuck legally wed and kill a Malfi coast. Yeah. So yeah, okay. there we are. Okay. All righty, righty, roo. What? (laughs) Okay, so are we ready for our favorite game? Our favorite game, which is... Christine Guess! So I picked the books for next time. Uh Uh-huh. And they are as follows. Also, welcome back, Christine. Welcome back, Christine. Thank you. We, we say that we're in your apartment, so thank you for welcoming us back into your apartment. But, like, we're all excited to be here. Welcome home. Oh, oh. And she made us pancakes today. So oh, good. God, it was so cute. Okay, so these are the these are the books. French Connection, Club Privé, Book One by M.S. Parker. Okay. And Adrift, Cruising Series, Book One by L.A. Witt. I'm going to say... Uh, the French Coast Guard. Ooh. <laughs> I'll take you a step further. This isn't what it is, actually. The Foreign Legion. Ooh. That would be fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely read sexy books about the Foreign Legion. Yeah. But uh, no, it's not the French Coast Guard. Dang. D- dang, yo. Is it drugs? No. <laughs> no. The French Connection. It's a movie about drugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Drugs? I've never well, seen I mean, it. it's about drug dealing. It's I've about never bad seen cops. It either. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, it's a great movie. Gene okay. Hackman, one of the best like car slash train chases ever. Is that the one in San Francisco? No, no, no. Uh, no. no. That's um, Chinatown. No, I want to say Bullet. Bullet. Yeah, yeah, yes. Bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that because of my straight roommate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the straights. Oh, the straights. <laughs> Uh, any other guesses? Uh, I mean, like, I mean, Say I feel... the titles again. Okay. French Connection, Club Privé Book One, and Adrift, Cruising Series Book One. I feel like one of them is very clear what it is. Uh-huh. And then the other one, I'm like, but is that but that one's not it that's uh, like every every (laughs) time you bring your titles it's like okay well i'll one of them is obviously about meat packers and the other one is about the dmv the (laughs) or like existence (laughs) like meat packing industry book one and in the woods 
like, what? What are these things? Anyway. I would like to maybe say yacht clubs. No. That's good, though. Um, uh, it's sort of within the realm. Almost. Almost. I, I think you should say. Okay. It is European vacations. Ooh. Ooh. And Adrift is on a cruise, which is why it's the cruising series. I mean, and and that's the queer one, so it's you know, double entendre. Yeah, I was going to say, like, cruises, except, like, French Connection didn't feel like cruising, except, like, maybe you're making a French Connection to get on your cruise boat. Yeah, or the French Riviera. So, yeah, it's European vacations, because I just took one, and Claire's taking one later this year, uh-huh. so I figured, why not? So, that's it. Uh... Thank you, Claire. No, thank you, Neil. Thank you, Christine. Thank, thank you, Christine. You. Uh, thank you, authors. Thank you so much, authors. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners We're very so much. We're so happy to be back. And don't forget, if you are in the Bay Area, we have our live show on November 15th at, at Books, Inc. Books, Inc. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's all for this time. I think that is it. So, all we have left to say is... Keep...